the Freedom Ninjas. The mission to free the world from concern by flipping on those light switches in the brain. Learn, educate yourself, and mastermind with us. And join our Facebook group, Freedom from Concern. Hey guys, it's Siv Kulubut, also known as Sensei Siv. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter. Hi, this is Salvador Jumawan from Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find me at facebook.com slash sal.jumawan. Hey guys, welcome to Freedom From Concern. This is Brian Brown. You can find me on Google. Just type Brian Brown TV, no spaces, TV like television. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to Throwback Thursday, Freedom From Concern style. This is Freedom From Concern and we're on with Mr. Sivile Kunlabout and Sal Jumawan, two uh, business moguls in the industry. How you guys doing today? Doing great, man. Doing great. Doing great. Feeling great. Fantastic. Fantastic. I was thinking of something funny because throwback Thursday, you know. Um, Do you guys have like something old, like an old story that um, something happened to you that was like funny or something? You want me to start? I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Maybe I'll remember mine. I have a funny story. So I was snowboarding with my son. I think he was probably five or six and we were going down this um it was like a snow bowl and it it looks just like a bowl and we just followed a bunch of people and when we went down like I was going fast and I was in front of him and I looked back and I saw him fall we were about in the middle of the bowl and when he fell I stopped and when I stopped I just started sinking it was like quicksand and in like three seconds, I had to pull off my snowboard and put it up on top of me so I wouldn't keep sinking. And I was like a T, like hanging in this hole. And then he snowboarded up to me after he fixed himself. And I'm like, dude, you got to go get help. And um, I had to call 911. And like they sent the ski patrol. And like he was, I sent him down the hill and he went down the hill and he was hanging out, drinking hot chocolate with his shirt all off, hanging out with these girls. And <laughs> they had to bring me in like 30 minutes down a hill on like this stretcher. It was crazy. Man. And while he was there chilling with the girls, huh? Yeah. He was there chilling <laughs> with all these girls <laughs> sitting on someone's lap, drinking hot cocoa. <laughs> That's awesome. Got, got your jeans, man. Yeah. <laughs> got it from his daddy. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys got a funny story that happened to you older when you were younger? Yeah, one Sal. Um, I can't think of any right now. Okay. Um, let, sure let, me share, let, me, let me share this real quick. Um, so you guys, if you guys have um, seen my little brother, he actually posted something on Facebook, right? Yeah. It's me and my sister Hattie and Samsi sitting on, uh, I think, a Datsun, mm. uh, back in a Nissan Datsun. And uh, he's my little brother Samsi is holding on to like a – uh, was it a, a stuffed dog, right? A stuffed dog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we were growing up, I forget the movie, the, the title of the movie, but I remember we were actually performing an operation on this stuffed dog to try to bring it back to life. I think it was Pet Cemetery. There oh, you go. Man. There you go. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. It is just something about that movie that sparked their curiosity. 
And we're like, you know, we we had we got the scissors and we're cutting it apart and we're like trying to look for the battery pack, trying to look for like anything. It's just I forget what, exactly what we're looking for, but we're just trying to bring it back to life. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's it's a, it's a stuffed dog, you know, and we put up all the guts and everything, all the, you know, the stuffing from it, looking for everything. And so we turn it inside out and we still I still remember taking pictures of that stuffed dog that was turned inside out. And me and my little brother, like really looking at each other, like impatiently trying to figure out a way to bring it back to life, because we know if we can't bring it back to life, but we don't put it back together, my sister's going to be pissed because that stuffed dog is my sister's, right? It belonged <laughs> to Hattie. It wasn't even our dog. Oh and uh, so, well, anyways, we couldn't figure out how to do it. We put everything back together <laughs> and we didn't know how to sew. So we just act like nothing happened. And my sister found the dog and she was kind of, you know, I mean, you can imagine the, the look on her face when she found it, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, man, now I got to learn how to sew. Um, yeah, man, creativity and, and curiosity with kids, it's, it's funny. We think about it now in retrospect, and we're like, I mean, my little brother were talking about today, we're like, man, what were we thinking? <laughs> you know, what were we thinking? Man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You have anything, so? So um, I was driving on the freeway, right? Then um, I got pulled over. So I asked the officer, um, what's the matter, officer? Am I driving too fast? And the officer said, no, you're flying too low. <laughs> I was just kidding. I couldn't think of anything else. I just have to say a corny joke, bro. <laughs> I was flying too low. <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, that, that was a little bit of fun for Freedom From Concern Thursday. Um <clears throat> We're still going over the book, Right or Almost Right, by John Herenza. Um, It has the fine line between phenomenal success and average results. And um, yeah, we're just going through some entrepreneur business mindset stuff. If you stick around towards the end, we'll probably talk about some technical tips and knowledge that can definitely help move the needle forward in your business. So Mm -hmm. stick around to the end for that. And uh, yeah. So I guess the first thing on our list is um, how important are the small things in life? And that's one of the things that um, I know my mentor, Jim Rohn, always talks about is how important an apple a day is. And like, to me, like when you think about the apple a day and you really diagnose it and analyze it, there's so much involved in eating an apple a day. Yes, it's good for your health, but what else does it build? It builds consistency. It builds faith. It builds persistence. Um, There's all kinds of personality traits that it's building up and building up to have that apple a day, because what do you have to do? You have to make sure you always have them available from the grocery store. You have to have the time to eat them. You have to prepare them every single day and you have to eat them and digest them every single day. So there's a lot involved in that, into doing the small things and how the small things are the most important things in life. So what what do you got, Siv? Um, I would, I would simply just echo that, man. It's uh, you know, everything you said, it's, it's the things that you do every day, right? It's just like if you knew um, that going to work out at the gym 
it's going to give you the kind of results that you want. Maybe it's washboard abs or uh, bigger biceps or bigger calf muscles, right? You know, the concepts there, it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. But you also know that the fitness enthusiast that goes in there one day lifting the heck out of his life, you know, getting all the weight he can maxing out to make the big calf that one day, you're probably going to feel the pump, but you're going to see the results long term. You know, it's, 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 that's what I mean by the consistency and, and just really the whole apple a day, um, doing the little things every day. And the little things every day that can actually amount to big things, like life-changing results, could also be that that's favorable for you. But at right. the same time, the little things that you do every day that's subtle, that can also be um, failure-based results, right? So it's good to kind of be aware of that as well, is what I'm doing every day um, actually contributing to the things that I want to accomplish in life or is the things that I do every day actually not conducive to what I, I want to accomplish in life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's deep. Well, definitely, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's like a br uh, building a brick wall. You know, how do you build a brick wall one brick at a time? You don't bring all this brick together, try to puzzle it. But, you know, just one brick at a time. And, um, you know, um, practicing certain moves will help you build skills, right? And skills can build a good, you know, um, skills that can lead you to a good character, character leads you to good integrity and stuff. So it all starts from the little things. And a lot of times... You know, that's what a lot of people skip, you know, the little things. They undermine the little things, but it's the little things that helps, you know, uh, you know, it's a system, you know, just like our body, you know, a tissue connected to a uh, other organs, uh, other organs put together becomes a human person. So, you know, that's, that's very important, you know, uh, microscoping the little things and you put it together and find how they can work, you know, synergistically together and to give us the result that we're looking for. So I learned this from Siv, you know, I said, I mean, you know, you don't need to know everything as long as you have the skills, you know, as long as you have the skills, I mean, as long as you have the will to learn the skills, then that's good enough. You don't need to have the skills right away because you can learn any skills that you want to focus your mind to. So, yeah, definitely. That's Apple powerful. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, um, I think we said this last week, right, guys? I, I, I think it was one of you guys that said it, is um, how do you get to Mount Everest? Mm -hmm. A step a day towards Mount mm -hmm. Everest. That's how you get to Mount Everest. How do you get to the top of Mount Everest, right? A step a day towards Mount It's like if you get distracted, you know, small little distractions. You know, one step back is one step back. But if you take one step back every day, you're further away from Mount Everest. But if you take one step every day, you're close to it. And you're you know, wasting your breath. It's easier that way, right? So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you waste that breath climbing that mountain, like it's really going to take a toll on you and take a toll on your goal, on you making that up there. Mm -hmm. Like that, that one distraction or stop could 
set you back a couple of days versus, you know, an hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little, the little things that you do every day, um, it could be favorable or unfavorable to the direction of your, you know, for a foreseeable destination. Absolutely. So, um, awesome. So what, what about luck versus faith? Like what, are, what is your, what is your feeling on luck versus faith? I like that. I like mm-hmm. that conversation. I was just talking to this lady earlier. Um, uh, they put me on a three-way and she said, man, I think, you know, uh, this business requires a lot of luck. Don't you agree? I said, you know what? I felt the same way. You know, I thought I needed to be lucky in order to be successful in this business, but I learned this. Um, if I kept doing the wrong things or ineffective ways, I will keep getting ineffective results. But when I learn how to do the things the right way, then I start getting the right results. So luck didn't have anything to do with me. Timing, yes. And, um, and she goes, you know what? You're right. You know, so, um, and then I was really pondering about that earlier. You know, while I was driving, I dropped, I dropped off my wife to work. I heard this before and then it just got stuck in my head. It says, fate is something you believe and you act upon and everything else is just talk. Everything is just talk. I want to be this. I want to be that. But if you don't act upon it, there's no fate in it. Wow. You're just hoping for luck. Right. So I mean, like, man, this is awesome, man. This conversation right now is just kind of resonated for what I was pondering earlier. You know, while I was driving. That's a tweetable moment right there. Repeat that one. So fate is acting upon on something you believe. Everything else is just talk. Wow. That's good. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> that's good. I'm going to have to steal that. I might, I might have to go dot, dot, dot. I, I might have to go dot, dot, dot. And talk is cheap. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Drop the mic. That was good. <laughs> mic drop. Wow. I don't know if we Straight can. Up. I don't know if we can beat that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if I can add something to that, because I, 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 you know, I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't beat that. That was, <laughs> it, it meant so much in so many ways. But what, it, it's it's not even about the meaning, you know. It's about the feeling that it gives you. Yeah. You know, like what he said. It just. It, wow. The see like. When, you know, I started achieving a level of success in the industry of marketing and online marketing, um, a lot of my friends that used to actually had a friend, a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. And he said, Siv, I used to be so annoyed, you know, because you're my friend. And he would ask me back in the day, he would say, why the heck? He used other more colorful words than that, right? He said, why the heck do you spend so much money and so much time learning all these things? So why are you spending money on all these? He said, why do you spend money on stuff that didn't matter? But now he's like, I'm asking you questions. Why do people spend money on you? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, and, and, I, and it, was, it was so funny because he's like, it, it's almost like you're lucky, you know? But now he's like, is there just a difference? You know, mm. like I used to, I used to think, man, Siv, you're so lucky. You got the family, you got the wife, you got the kids, you got the cars, you got the, the lifestyle. You're so lucky. But it's like, you know, he said it. And I, I just, I just remember what he said. It's like, luck doesn't require skill. 
you know? Mm -hmm. So I can't say you're lucky because you're skillful. Yeah. You know, luck is like going to um, a slot machine, going up to it. Everybody can put money in a slot machine, press a button. That doesn't require mm -hmm. skill. But what you have is faith, right? I used to be the guy asking you, why the heck are you spending all this money on stuff? Now, why are people spending on money on stuff that you sell? <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, why are you making so much money on stuff that you sell? Because I don't sell stuff. I sell skills. I sell ideas, right? Yeah, and it's the faith, but it's like it's the faith that you had to acquire those skills. So it's no mm -hmm. longer say if you got lucky. Like now I understand it, man. It's like because when I share with him, um, you know, because he's one of my close friends. Like, bro, all you got to do is acquire some skills, but be passionate in acquiring the skills you want to acquire. Because otherwise, you won't be you won't do it long enough. So the the difference between skill, uh, I mean faith, um, and 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 luck is luck doesn't require skill uh faith does you know faith does and if you have faith in what you're doing um skill acquisition is just a byproduct of that right you know wow powerful that's some powerful powerful training right there <laughs> that's amazing so um i i lean back to you know faith without works is dead and, you know, luck, some people can have luck, you know, like, you know, going to the lotto and putting a dollar down and You're hitting lucky. that lucky number, you know, yeah. but like your true life, like your end goal of life is to have a goal, have faith, have a desire towards that goal and put a little bit of action and without faith, you don't really put forth action. So you have to have that faith to walk towards that action and to take that next step and to take that next step and to take that next step. And as you take that next step, God or the universe or however you say it will reward you for it. And it's, it's like our intrinsic value as human beings is, you know, have faith towards a goal or towards a purpose in life and take those next steps. And without faith, you can't take those next steps. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Without faith, you can't take those next steps. Yeah. It just goes to the first thing we talked about. Is the things you do every day, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just gonna. It's not about the three, four, five, six steps ahead, right? It's the next step. Yeah. Like without faith, you can't take that next step. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Super powerful. So, um, what's the difference from average to outstanding? Like, what sets a person apart from being average to outstanding? And this kind of goes along with what we're talking about. So. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. This, this, you're making it easy for us today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, because I'm, I'm really, you know, like just you're just sparking a lot of uh, light bulbs, light bulbs. Yeah. Is um, really. It, it, yeah. You're absolutely right. It goes with everything, you know, and that's why. Um, if we're looking at freedom from, from concern and we're looking at, you know, success, because success 
is different for everyone, right? However, what's common about success is that it's a sum of the little things mm -hmm. in life that we do, right? And part of that's understanding um, how success looks like. And that is, you know, the sum of the things you do daily, right? And also um, your belief system to what it looks like. If you think it's luck, then you're going to say everybody else got lucky and you didn't, right? So you're not, you're not going to have faith. You're not going to take action every day. But um, to the question of, uh, you know, it's, it's really about, um, man, I just totally brain farted right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about average versus outstanding. Okay. So, so, so average is this, right? Any, everybody um, in, 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 in life is not below average. And I don't really believe in below average. I believe that everybody is average. Why? Because everybody is living on the same planet. Everybody has a set of circumstances. Everybody has a set of challenges. So everybody's actually average. You know, there's no such thing as below average. Um, what is above average is this, is you're seeing your circumstances and you're saying, you know what? I'm not willing to settle for these. You know, I'm willing to take, I'm willing to work a little bit harder, right? That's what sets you apart. That's it. You don't have to be super extraordinary. You just have to decide, okay, based upon these set of circumstances, I'm not willing to settle for this. That's I the want, key word, decision, like you said, right? decide. Yeah. Boom. That's, that's kind of how I see that, you know? Yeah, that, that decision, that's the key word. That was good. Right. Yep. Because you just you did you discover new superpowers every single time you decide. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. I never thought I'd be able to make more than ten thousand dollars a month. Because the ten thousand a month was the thing that I thought was gonna really make make everything for Civ, right? Mm -hmm. When I realized the ten thousand dollars a month was just a part of the breakthrough. It wasn't even the outcome, right? It was part of the breakthrough. And then twenty thousand, thirty thousand, it's like, wow. There's just something else you discover. After, once you make the decision, you discover new superpowers that, right. and then when you discover them, you realize, right, Sal, it's not even what, it was not even what's hidden. It was, you just had to stretch yourself just a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't really know how to even explain that, but that's what I realized. Once you decide, you discover new superpowers and a lot of the superpowers you discover wasn't something hidden. Right. That's cool. I got goosebumps. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. Once you decide, you discover new superpowers. Wow. Yep. That's really cool. Yep. What do you got, Sal? So when when we talk about average and outstanding, um, I believe whether I guess I believe or not, it's the law. You know, there's the law of average. It's just like the law of gravity. Whether you believe the gravity or not, if you jump, you're going to fall. So there's the law of average. And the same with people. There are average number of people versus the outstanding number of people. So it's the choice we make. Do, you, do we want to stay average or do we want to be outstanding but people don't become outstanding comfortably just like what mm -hmm. sips say you know you have to break through the shell 
right? Just like a caterpillar breaking through its cocoon and become a butterfly. Mm-hmm. So average, average people are, I guess they operate based on their comfort zone. So once you decide, I want to step outside my comfort zone. So this could be someone who's already successful in basketball, right? Let's say, you know, he scored more points than the others. But he doesn't want to be that average of scoring that point. He wants to be outstanding. Then he has to practice some more, wake up earlier, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know um, go to the gym more often or shoot more hoops. Mm-hmm. So he had to go beyond his comfort zone. So average for me is um, it's relative to everybody too, right? You know, average in terms of spiritual uh, financing, physical uh, health and stuff. So average is going beyond um, even just a little bit, you know, it's just like, you know, um, you know, like putting a water in a hot stove, it just takes one more degree from being hot to a boiling water. Right. Wow. And then when it boils, you know, it, you know, it takes out steam and you put all that steam together that can move a train that pulls all these cars across the state. So I mean, wow. it's powerful. Right. So average is going beyond a comfort zone. And that's when we start seeing outstanding result because of our outstanding practices. And yeah. And just like what the book says, you know, would you be doing it right or almost right? Wow. Yeah. That was good. (laughs) That boiling water thing, that blew my mind. Wow. That is powerful, man. Wow. One degree difference. That, that's incredible. So mm-hmm. true, though. So true. The boiling point. Yeah. So true. The boiling point. Dang. I, I'm, I'm speechless right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go a little bit different direction on this. So in my opinion, yes, I agree with you guys. And yes, you know, I think it takes other things outside of, you know, my thoughts, but I'm just going like in a different angle a little bit. And it's, I think average versus outstanding is being humble and being a good listener. And Mm. most people in the world, if you're saying, you know, 98% versus the 2%, they understand that being a good listener. And I mean, Napoleon Hill talks about this a lot is, you know, when you walk in the room, it doesn't matter who you're in the room with. If you're a good listener and you're humble and you keep your ego in check, you will always pick something up. And it it only takes one idea, one thing, one word to shift your existence, to shift your life, to shift your creativity even to shift a business or even give you a business idea, like a one big idea, you know, um, it literally just takes that one thing just by being humble enough to understand you don't know everything. And even if you've heard it before, 
you can still pick something up that can change your life. Sure. So. Yep. That's my thought. That's, that's an, I love it. Yeah. That's an excellent way to, you know, to look at it. Yeah. I always, um, I always uh, like, you know, um, following what you just said, you know, when I'm attending or watching movie or, or listening to something, you know, from the, from the greeting card, Siv, it says, mm-hmm. um, one idea may not change the world, but it can change one person's life. Wow. Mm. Man, right. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And, you know, and it's, uh, it's so true. So true. You got to step out of who you are, you know, and the only way you can improve and become better is if you humble yourself to be able to learn right constantly, you know, from other people. And, um, you know, it's, it's never like, you know, title base, right. We're learning from everyone. I'm learning from my kids (laughs) every day, you know, and it's, it's so amazing. It's such a blessing when you can remind yourself and be aware that, there's so much that we can gather from other people if we just allow ourselves to not just listen and hear the words, mm-hmm. but actually embrace, you know, the teaching, right? Embracing it is different than just listening to the words, like embracing the teaching and allowing yourself to really step into other people's um, psyche, where they're at and where they're from, to really understand and appreciate the full perspective of what they're teaching, you know, versus just say, oh, I hear you. It's easy to say, I hear you. I understand, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's powerful, Brian. I'm glad that you put that perspective mm-hmm. up because it, it, that's so important. I believe everybody can learn from that. That's huge. So important. Mm-hmm. And an average person is prideful and it requires extra effort to be extraordinary, to humble and listen. Hmm. Wow. Drop wow. the mic on that one. <laughs> dare, dude, let's drop it, man. <laughs> man, welcome Whoa. to the South Show. Man. You guys are listening to Freedom from Concern, and that wow. was Al Jumawan. Jeez. <laughs> Dropping the mic on us. <laughs> dude, I think I'm going to quote myself to post on my Facebook tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Dude. I can't wait to re- listen to this recording again and just, <laughs> wow. That was good stuff. Woo. Woo. So, oh, wow, man, I'm speechless. So I guess one of the last things we'll hit up is um, you are what you think about and, you know, your emotions versus your expectations on on how they shift your life. Like, um, I guess I can start. Um, uh, one of my mentors, Kevin, somebody, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, it's, he does your wishes is my command or your wish is your command. And, um, he talks a lot about off the radar and like, Hmm. it's very interesting to have your expectations rule you versus what you think about um like 
let's say you, you stub your toe and you're like, ow, that hurts. You know, this is going to ruin my day. And, you know, you go by and it kind of like compounds. It's like, then you go look for your car keys and you can't find them. And then you, you get frustrated more and you just kind of get heated up. And then you go out to your car and you start pulling out and like, oh, you have a flat tire. And you're like, all oh, angry. Oh, I'm going to miss my job or um, like whatever. It's like, you know, the way you think it can, it can compound your life and compound your life. And if you like, let's say you stub your toe and, and you get excited about it and you're like, oh, well, I just got out of bed. Oh, I stubbed my toe. Well, I never stubbed my toe. Like th that's kind of surprising. Like I wonder what else is unexpected is going to happen today. And then you go out to your car and let's say <clears throat> you have a flat tire and it's like, oh my gosh, I have a flat tire. I wonder who I'm going to meet today. I wonder who God's actually going to bring into my life and change my life. You know, when you can shift that type of, of thinking and bring that energy, you know, to the front of mm -hmm. your mind and not let your mind control you. Like, I don't know. That's what I got. Right. What you got? I was uh, listening to uh, uh, Don uh, Locke from yeah, YouTube. Don Locke. Yeah, he quoted somebody. I forgot who's the name of it, but I remember he said, "What, whatever your mind focus on expands. So what you think about, you know, it's uh, I, I forget the scientific term of it uh, that Mark Yarnell have talked about before. So it is true that what you think about, you know, will will uh, if you focus on the negative, then negative things will happen." focus on the positive and how you it's it's you know it's how you look at things around you you know um and and that it's it's how you appreciate things around you as well that will affect you so in terms of our business um i remember what um eric rory said before and every time i get into a business um, I always recruit myself first. So I have to believe that I can do it. Even if I don't know the skills, I don't have the skills, but I have to believe I can do it first. I have to visualize myself. I can do it. Then once I, once I start believing it, start thinking about it, then things happen around it. And that's why we have the affirmation, you know, to help us feed, to, to help us consciously control what we want to feed on our subconscious mind because I don't know, scientifically I say, I, heard, I think I heard like 80% of the things that we do, how we drive, how we talk, how we clean the house, how we you know, interact with people are based on our subconscious mind. How do we react on our emotion is still also based on our subconscious mind. So affirmation, how you control of what you think and what you feed into your head will affect how we respond to things. And, you know, success is relative. It's how well we respond into our spiritual daily activities, business, family, friends. 
that's all I got. <laughs> I hope it makes sense, brother. Yeah, it's like what when you're saying your mind, like that's one of the Jim Rohn things where he says, um, tending to the weeds, tending to the weeds in the garden, in your yeah. mind, you know, feeding yeah. feeding the garden so it chokes out the weeds because every mm-hmm. day you're you're pulling in weeds, and as you mm-hmm. feed your mind, like you're saying with affirmations, you're 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 feeding your garden and choking out the weeds. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's uh, I, I don't think I could add any more to that other than, um, I mean, it goes to show that you can have two people from the same mom, right? The same hood, right? And the results they get five, 10 years into life is different. And if you go back and interview these individuals in life, um, we've heard the saying, actions speak louder than words, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's trace back that and realize, you know, when I, I, when I realized this power that we have from within, um, it really changed my life, you know? And when you ask the whole, um, like, you know, what do you, what do you think about and how powerful that is? It, it really comes down to that, is action does speak louder than words. But how often do we as people, when we get really good results, we go back to thinking, man, what was I thinking, right? No, we just too, we're so excited about the results that we got and we just think about it and we celebrate it, right? But then how often we, um, when we do something and we don't get favorable results and we go, man, what was I thinking? You don't, you know, it's, 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 we don't ever evaluate our thinking. We always evaluate our outcome, right? We don't reverse engineer the process and what allowed us to take that kind of constructive or destructive action, right? But everything starts in the mind, if you really think about it. If I were to say, hey, Brian, you know, do this. And hey, Sal, do this. Whatever this is, Sal's gonna do it different than you, Brian. Why? Because your experimental mind, your belief system, experience that this differently, right? Quote, unquote, this, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're gonna do it different. And because of the how you do this, it's gonna allow you to get that. That's the outcome, right? But how is it the same thing, but two different people doing it differently so they get a different result, right? And so it comes down to the belief system. Um, And this is something that I've been blessed with to to, to learn a lot about because of my children, right? I have seven girls, one boy. Being that way, I have a lot of, um, we have different children, we have different perspectives. Some of the children, I would say, let's go do this. And some of them would be like, God, we're so excited about that. And some of them would kind of hold back a little bit because of their experience, you know? And we're excited about it, but they're like, got it. And I'm like, like, okay, why, what's, what's up, you know? And it's their belief system. What you think about really can transform your life and be the conductivity to, you know, the currency, you know, and and electrifying your life, or it can be the thing that stops the the currency, you know, and the the conductivity of of that, that fire, the passion within. And so, yeah, what you really think about, I think we, as people, um, we don't think too much of it and we just live life according to our, to what we're used to. Right. But if you have awareness um, and then you reevaluate your thought process, because your beliefs determine your actions and your actions will turn determine your um, results. And if you get favorable results or unfavorable results, it always comes back to your belief system because that's what's pushing your activity, you know? And so you got to examine your belief system. And um, it's either feeding your fire, right? Because we all have this fire within each and every one of us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not 
thinking and believing constructively, it's like not putting wood into your fire. You're actually dousing your fire with, with water, mm. right? It's, I mean, that's a very simple concept. You know, are you right. dousing your fire with water or are you adding wood to the fire? You know, if it's not allowing you to take constructive, you know, um, action and you're taking destructive or no action, then it, going, it comes back to you. Right. You know, what are you doing up here? You know, it's the inner world is a reflection of your outer world. Anybody that has any kind of favorable life-changing results, it's not how did they do it, right? Who did they have to become? Right. Thoughts. Wow. What, what they say, uh, Napoleon Hill says, um, I think I read it from Napoleon Hill's book, uh, thoughts are things. Yes. Because it all starts, it's a seed of thoughts that can manifest into things. Powerful. The sum of the things we do every day. And we always talk about how, I mean, you know, you, how often do you get to talk to people, right, in what we do? you know, and because and, we've achieved some results that people want, right? Mm -hmm. And how often do we get to talk to people and you ask them, what do you want? You know, what do you want to achieve? And then, you know, they tell you all these things. And here's, the, here's, here's just to kind of cut to the chase. Like I would say, okay, what have you done to provide value in these areas? So you can attract those things, right? You can become the subject matter expert, mm -hmm. uh, the authority in this area. You're like, I've really never thought of it that way. I was like, right. okay, so you're thinking, your, 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 your concept of what you want to achieve in life is this. If I want it enough, I'll get it. Right. Like, ask yourself, how, how, how has that worked out for you, right? Because it's not what you want. It's not what you need. It's what you deserve. You don't get what you want. You get by who you become. You attract who, who you become. You don't get what you want, right? So you have yeah. to learn certain things to allow that to be attractive to people become the authority in that you know whatever it is that you need to become an authority so not just wanting it right you just got to change that just have that simple paradigm and then all of a sudden you get to work on yourself get better with what you're passionate about and all of a sudden start attracting the things that you wanted it's mm -hmm. crazy it's yeah. like rocket science almost <laughs> what was that joe quote joe quote you, you you give away what you keep or something do you remember that one? Oh yeah you um uh, what you give, you get to keep. What you give away, you get to keep. Yep. What you give away, you get to keep. Yep. It comes back tenfold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's cool. It's so subtle, right? That quote is so subtle. Yeah. And it doesn't really like. I mean, and then just we just broke it down. Like this is why. It's because you truly attract the person you become. And so truly, business, business. It doesn't matter. It's network marketing, anything. Truly, business is a personal development course disguises business opportunity. And anytime somebody steps into entrepreneurship, I just give them a high five and say, congratulations, welcome to the journey of self-discovery. And they're like, at first they look at you like deer in the headlights. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you want to attract better into your life, you got to become better. How can you sell BS, right? Come on. You want money? You want to get this life-changing environment? Well, the first thing, it, it starts from within. How are you going to change within so you can actually show other people the value, the solution you have to offer? Because they're going to buy the idea and the solution, not the product that you sell. They want the result, right? It's like if you don't have a good result, because that's a selling point already, you know? It's like I see Brian living the lifestyle that, he, that, that people want to live, the freedom from concern. I'm already sold on that. So anything else you say? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a reflection of you already but if brian was like homeless 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like really homeless and he's always he's struggling in life. And, you know, it, it's not what I want. It reflects in what I don't want. Do you think I'm going to believe when he says, Sip, I can teach you how to create a lifestyle by design? I'm like, dude, I don't want that designer lifestyle. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really that simple. So right. to me, like, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of went off on a tangent. My bad, guys. No, that was good. No, that was good stuff. Yeah. That was super, super, super awesome. So, all right. Well, thank you for hanging out with us. And uh, thank you for visiting Freedom From Concern. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher Radio, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Alexa. Anywhere you want to look up Freedom From Concern and look up Siv. You want to uh, say your <laughs> name, Siv? Uh, Siv Kulabuth, also known as Sensei Siv. Hashtag Sensei Siv. And Sal? You want to say your name? Sal Jumwan. Sal Jumwan from Las Vegas, Nevada. Look up Sal Jumwan, Siv Kundaba, um, Brian Brown TV. And you can check us out on social media. You can find us on any of the podcast um, directories. Hang out with us. Check out our Facebook group, Freedom From Concern. So since you did stick around, we will give you a technical tip of the week. And we'll talk a little bit about Messenger and tools versus us. So when you as a salesperson or a business owner um, is in charge of your company or in charge of your sales and everybody goes to you to make that sale or to create that, um, that income, um, how can you turn a tool into... Uh, replicating you. So what do you got, Sal? Um, I, I didn't quite catch that. I'm just sorry. Oh, okay. Um, how could you turn a tool into, um, like, let's say, I mean, I, I can go first. I don't care. Okay, you go um, first. Yeah. yeah. So I want to make sure I understand the question. Sure, sure. So, as a salesperson, if there's, you know, certain questions or certain information that works and okay. you have this perfect recipe that, you know, provides everything you like, let's say you have 20 years experience and, you know, every question that's going to be about out, asked about your business or service or product and mm -hmm you already know the answer when they're going to bring it up. So on average, you know, out of 10 people, eight or nine people ask the same questions. What yeah. could you do to provide that to someone instead of be that person answering those questions? Um, um, let's see if I understand this correctly. So this is how it, I, I applied it on my business in the past, uh, working up to 16 hours a day as an Uber driver. So I had to leverage my time responding to people. Otherwise, man, I, I won't make any money. <laughs> so what I have done is uh, I'm not, I sound technical, but I'm not really technical. Um, so what I've done in my head, I was figuring it out. If people are going to ask me the same questions, then I can reply to them the same answers, right? So what I've done is um, I answer 
those questions, I, I, I messaged my own self on my messenger. So I pretty much created a canned response to, you know, a, a, a most repeated type of questions so that even if I'm away and about, um, if somebody asks me that question, all I need to do is just ask that response and hit reply or a forward message so I can easily respond back to them. I'll give you a perfect example. Instead of me explaining about the product, what I've done is I, I sent myself on my messenger a short video clip that explains about the product that we were promoting. So when somebody say, "Hey Sal, you know um, that was a uh, that was a good post. Let me know. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, about this and that?" And then, okay, cool. Let me send you some information. Let me know what you think. I'm gonna send you this video right now. Boom. So when I send them the video, the video explains about the product, and it pretty much helps me pre-qualify that person. It saves that person time. It saves me time. And after you can see if they already went through the video because it shows on their messenger that you know they viewed it and then uh, pretty much uh, most of the time they get back with me because initially they're the one who requested for the information so when I replied and send them the video they watch it they get back with me so how do I get some of this product then that's when I take into the next process about you know how they can place the order or if they have any more questions so pretty much I ask them you know what's your goal you know what's your goal why do you you know what interests you and stuff I hope that answers your question bro Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I'm going to suggest, you know, what I would do is I would make a video and go over like the, I would say, you know, as a business owner or a product owner, I would say, you know, the most recently asked questions. So, you know, maybe seven or eight questions. And then I would host it on either a Facebook page or a YouTube uh, channel. Mm-hmm. And I would ask them for Messenger because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Messenger is turning out to be the new email list. Um, mm. People open Messenger more than they open emails. They open Messenger almost more than they open their cell phone text because right. they're always on social media. And if they don't have Messenger, I would suggest that you in- tell them to install Messenger and become a friend. And then you'll actually gain a little bit more trust by teaching them a new skill. But um, Facebook is becoming, you know, a conglomerate of almost 3 billion people in the world now. And because of the pandemic, they're growing exponentially. And they own Facebook, they own Instagram, they own Messenger, they own WhatsApp. So it's a pretty big platform that you can now have a new list and have instant availability to message your customers and give them the answers that they need. And then you'll even know if they clicked on the video and watched it, Right. you'll be able to message them and reply on, you know, a follow-up. What you got, Siv? You guys pretty much answered it all. Like really, I mean, you, you, you set it up, man. It's, if you have frequently asked questions, right, then have a frequently asked resource center. One, a manual process, because there's certain things that is really hard to answer right? In a techie environment, you know, because we're doing a lot of stuff on the internet now. So you, you want to have a manual process, maybe outsource that to virtual assistants, or, um, you know, or you can have, uh, like, you know, for example, on, um, on Facebook fan pages, you can set up a, a couple, a list of questions 
that the people can click on, right? If it's a frequently asked question, once they click on it, then it'll refer them. It's an automated 10 response, like Sal mentioned, and it can refer them to your website or the videos to walk them through. So the combination of everything that you guys mentioned is just have a process that you know, this is what's most asked. And then if you know, there's, there's, a, there's a place in there, um, still automate manual the manual process because you don't want to lose out on those potential uh, customers as well. If um, you know, the, you know, cause you don't want to just like, Hey, these are, cause I've, I've actually had uh, companies that create a system like that. I don't know. I don't remember which ones, but I was like, I can't answer my, I can't ask my question because the list of questions is not on the buttons. I'm like, I can't talk to anybody. There's no phone number. There's no email. There's nothing, you know, but now there could be a messenger button. Then exactly. And so exactly I actually have that on one of my websites because you can put in the messenger and you know, they can, they can actually send you a message from there directly. So, so have a manual way of having them ask the question. Right. Right. In addition to the frequently asked questions, because you will lose people in the shuffle if you don't have a manual way, because there, there will be instances where people will ask the off the wall questions, but the right. off the wall questions and the off the wall client potential client could be the biggest referral sources right because never about that one client it's always about how you make that one client feel so they can refer other people right yeah. and you create a process and if you create a process that's simple for them then they know it's a, pr a process that's simple for other people right mm -hmm. if you're looking at creating continuity in your business the process and the presentation isn't in the webinars isn't in the presentation it's in the process. I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for attending Freedom From Concern and hanging out with us. Check out Freedom From Concern Facebook group and find us next week where you can hang out with two business moguls, Siv Kundabut, Sensei Siv, and Sal Jumawan. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic day. Awesome. The Freedom Ninjas. The mission to free the world from concern by flipping on those light switches in the brain. Learn, educate yourself, and mastermind with us. And join our Facebook group, Freedom From Concern.